at the edges and it's got tape on it and everything with all our key information on it hey listen our, our listeners are probably going what are these guys talking yeah. about well now, that's I've, usually what they're saying <clears throat> well uh, it, doesn't, <laughs> I was gonna say, it really doesn't matter what it is but uh, this is honestly so and jeremy way before jeremy uh before oh goodness i don't know we've probably had five producers since then but our very first day on the air now you got two two knuckleheads doug and myself not that you're not one you certainly fit in that crowd yes i do i'm an equal opportunity offender yep uh but the reality is you know you got two guys we love god's word we love to teach it and uh but here we are in a studio our first day and we're kind of looking at each other like oh no here we go and this thing goes live and we had printed that up just so that we had something to talk about and uh yeah it has, has this survived really all those it has. years that was the first piece of paper that we started with you see all those little handwritten notes yes. the ones you can't read those are my handwriting yeah, yeah. uh they were little tips on wow okay don't forget to tell them at swatradio.com don't forget to tell them the phone numbers right the various and of course as as radio stations came on as, or as we came on to their stations we started writing those out and uh, to this point, I don't even know if they're all on there. Well, but, I, this, uh, this has I've been filling in and being been a part of this for what the last yeah, three years or have. so, maybe four. And this piece of paper has always <laughs> been here, and it's been missing for the last four or five, six weeks. It has, and it has it it has reappeared. Well, I complained enough, so somebody must have stuck it in their Bible somewhere, or you know, I don't. Know. <laughs> but it, it showed up thank anyway, you lord and anyway uh, the, the little things that we give praise to that's right that's right how are you man i'm going good. on uh tpc this week yep. here in jacksonville hey if you uh if you've been out this week call us tell us how it's been you know we're fridays is our discipleship friday and uh uh doug and i talked a little bit about it. i went out on tuesday in fact, that's why I wasn't in studio on mm-hmm. Tuesday. I wasn't in studio Monday either. So uh, right. I, I, you hey, got Doug me two had days Craig, this week. Craig, Doug had Craig and then uh, he, Rick Brackett. He had Rick I Brackett. Think, yeah, yeah, on Monday had, and Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So nice for those guys to be able to to join Doug. And uh, I got to hear a little bit of it. And uh, they always do a good job. Well, did you get out to the I TPC? went out on Wednesday. So I, okay. I, was, uh, I went to SWAT, the Bible study this week. Uh, at, I missed the, you. at the beach no oh, i went okay. to the beach that, um, that on morning. wednesday morning um with multiple uh, uh i was uh, what's the word i'm looking for by i was killing several birds with one stone of course right. I, I joke with the guys out there because i know a lot of guys from my church that go there but i joke that i'm there to check up on doug you know yeah, I, exactly. I haven't been to that um particular study in a while because i'm part of the mandarin group on thursday morning but we get the leftover donuts from wednesday morning and we take those for our group oh, on thursday that, because that's why they're a little stale yeah, okay that's gotcha. right that's right so i was there a to hear doug because i miss hearing him teach uh, b i was teaching thursday morning at mandarin gotcha. so i can plagiarize doug. <laughs> <laughs> unabashedly hey, we're, we're always plagiarizing that's right. because all we're doing is proclaiming god's word that's right that's right and so i uh i was i was at the beach i had a ticket for wednesday I pulled into the parking lot at Players Championship at eight. Walked around for two hours. Um, Wednesday, as you know, uh, listeners may not know, one of the really fun things about well, there's a lot of good things about going out to the practice room. Mm-hmm. The crowds, for one thing, are a lot less. Right. 
Um, it's more informal. You can kind of see the players in a different light. I love to watch them practice. They a lot actually of times, wear shorts. Yeah, and you can get close <laughs> enough to where you can hear them talking, right. hear them talking to their caddies. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wednesday is also the caddy tournament at, oh, where when right. they come to 17, the, the Island hit. Green, um, the caddies get one swing. And, of course, they've been carrying – They've been walking around carrying the bag for 16 holes. They have to then just get on the tee, and it's got to be nerve-wracking. It, it it has become a big deal. So well, when, I think I think I think the players correct throw in like a hundred bucks into. Well, a, a, I think it's got a lot more than it, that. It probably is. I yeah. think it you it started off I think more informally where the pot itself would be a box or a hat or something right there on the tee, and somebody right. would keep an eye on it. Um, but now I think the players donate to that pot in a much more formal fashion earlier in the week. Hmm. And so the, I don't know if the caddies know what the pot is, but I got to believe it's significant. I would imagine. Um, you're talking 150 players, right? These guys coming through, but anyway, they put it up on the big scoreboards out there. The caddy for, you know, so-and-so is now, now hitting, you know, now on the tee. That's awesome. So it, it's a big deal, and the crowd's up there, and these guys, yeah. you know, they're not used to doing that. Yeah. So they get one swing. Well, I saw on Wednesday morning, I probably saw six caddies because I was only there for standing by 17 for about 45 minutes, but I saw the winner. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it wound okay. up being four feet, six inches. I He's the caddy for a player named Luke Hopkins, who I've never okay. really heard of. But, he, yeah, he hit a great shot and hit it to four feet, six inches. And I, I checked it the next day, and, and he was the winner. So. You don't know what the pot was? Huh? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that, if they published that or not, but I know they get a preferred parking space, Oh, whatever is in on. the pot, and then it. there's one other <laughs> thing. Uh, that they get as well. So it, and the but again, the crowd is really into it, and those oh, guys yeah. have to stand up there. Oh, yeah. and, well, it, it is pretty special to go out there and see that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, and, and also just to see, you know, we are so fortunate, and I take it for granted, but to live in this beautiful part of God's creation, mm. and um, that area out there is just, of course. We know it's a very secular thing in a lot of ways, but um, but it is a beautiful piece of God's creation. It is. And, uh, it's just gorgeous. And just how well it's yeah. taken care of. Yeah. I, in fact, I was uh, I had to go down to a meeting uh, before I came into the studio down in Palencia, down in St. Augustine. I was driving back. My dad had called me on uh, yesterday, and I didn't answer, so he left me a voice message, which said, basically, you must be out at the course. <laughs> But uh, I was not. I did go out on Tuesday because a very dear friend of mine who's a a career Navy guy, uh, I had told him, he and his wife, uh, this was months ago that, uh, you know, TPC is really fun to go to. Have you ever been? No, never been. Never been to a golf tournament, period. Mm. And uh, literally, so this is like a couple of months ago. Very next day, he says, Hey, I've got his tickets for the, uh, you know, uh, the Tuesday of the TPC, which is Military Appreciation right. Day, and it was so much fun. Uh, his wife was not able to make it; she was traveling. But Bill, Bill, and and my wife and I all went out there, and it was kind of fun to take somebody who's never been to a golf tournament, couldn't, wouldn't know Tiger. He might know Tiger Woods, but right. you know, right. wouldn't necessarily know certain yeah. players. And it was kind of fun for me as a golfer myself. To be able to say, yeah, that's, uh, you know, 
Will Zalatoris yeah. or you know whoever right. it is, and to talk about him, and you know yeah. it is kind of. I think that's the unique thing about golf is that you get to pr- get pretty close. I yeah. mean, there are really not a lot of sports, pre- professional sports for that matter, right? Where you can get that close and actually hear conversations, right? They're having with one another, with their caddies, yep. And uh, it, it really is a fun day. I'm going out tomorrow. Uh, That'll be fun. I've got a vendor. Weather my, should be beautiful. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got a one of my one of our lenders is provided a couple of tickets but i will say the prices have gone way up yeah, i don't yeah. know if that's the to to reach the 25 million dollar uh, purse I, I don't know what that is but it's expensive well we know that they're they've made these <clears throat> elevated or designated events yes. on the pga tour primarily i think in response to live, live golf yeah and i heard a stat the other day in 1992 so we're not talking that long ago mm-hmm. right the first pr- place prize money was two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Wow! This year, with the elevated status of the tournament, first place will be over four million dollars. Yeah, four point six. Unbelievable. I well, I, and I was thinking about this yesterday as so I was watching kind of the Golf Channel, and it was talking about just how much money these guys are making now. They have worked hard. Yes, you know, and, and golf is very democratic in that it, you've got to make the cut. Yeah. They're not under contract. No guaranteed contract, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I still remember, and I mean, you can check my my, uh, facts here. At least this is my fact. (laughs) Wayne Levy. You remember Wayne Levy? I recognize the name. Okay, so Wayne Levy, I don't know how old he is. He's got to be in his 60s at least. But Wayne Levy was the first tour player I remember who eclipsed the one million dollars in mm. earnings, mm-hmm. and that was probably back in the early nineties, maybe late eighties, yeah. early nineties. Yeah. Now think about that. Yep. For a whole year, he eclipsed a million dollars. Now these guys, they're in a single event on tour that pays you less than a million. Yeah. If you make some cuts and finish a couple times <laughs> in the top twenty, you're, you're going to make. You're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. You know? Well, they say that uh, once you get your tour card, yeah. uh, just the endorsements alone are right. half a million. Right. Right. Now, half a million won't set you for life, but, yeah. you know, these guys are making some yeah. crazy money. Yeah. Well, to your point, it it is a lot of work. They're the best <laughs> at what they do. I mean, we, 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 we talk about movie stars and entertainers, you know, making a right. lot of money because they're the best at what they do. And Obviously, these guys have put in a tremendous amount of work. You and I, mm-hmm. you more than me, know how hard golf is. Yeah, and it is uh, it's an incredibly difficult game, yeah. and uh, they they make it look easy in yeah. so many ways. So, well, uh, we'll bring it back to the spiritual. Uh, so, if you haven't been to the TPC, I'm not telling you it's a spiritual experience, but it is beautiful. It, it is, is a it is beautiful. It is not just a beautiful piece of property. It is maintained beautifully. Yeah. And, by the way, great opportunities to engage with lost people because there are a bunch of them out yep, there. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, it's a, it's a, I believe it's also some kind of bird sanctuary. So you see. Wouldn't surprise me. I saw a, a bald eagle flew right over my head the other day. There's a ton of ospreys out there. And, of course, you see the occasional alligator and things like that. So it is a, it is a really nice walk out there. It is not a good walk spoiled, as Mark Twain once said about golf, but uh, it is a beautiful walk around out there if you get the chance to go. We're going to take our first break here on SWAT Radio. When, when we come back, uh, we're going to be getting into a 
A little different look today at Acts chapter 22, verses 1 to 16. Uh, David Gray and Brad Sykes, Doug is off today, and come back after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. When it's all about me, your children actually become less popular. Trace Embry of Shepherd's Hill Academy explains next on Licensed to Parent. We live in a time where it's common, acceptable, and even fashionable to brag on oneself. Just listen to some of the most popular rap lyrics and any number of Facebook posts to see what I'm talking about. But deep down, people still appreciate humble people. Proverbs 27.2 says, Let another praise you and not your own mouth, someone else and not your own lips. Teaching our kids this discipline will bring them recognition and blessing from their heavenly master and his multitude of human apprentices as well. Therefore, there'll be no need for self-aggrandizement. That's when our kids will be most pleased with themselves and you'll be most pleased with them as well. Sign up for Trace Embry's free e-pamphlet, America's Youth Culture Manifesto, at LicensedToParent.org. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, on the air in Mandarin at 91.7. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line. With all the other not quite With all the never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause I'm just a no Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes with you here on uh, Friday. We are live on Friday, March 10th from the Salem Center in Jacksonville uh, on SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And uh, that's a ministry started, a uh, Bible study ministry in Jacksonville, started by Doug, Doug McCary, uh, many years ago now, maybe mm-hmm. maybe more than 10 years ago, 12 years Trying ago. Trying to go back, I think, it, yeah, I think it's about 10, 10 or 11 12 years. 12 years, mm-hmm. uh, and a series of studies in, in different locations around Jacksonville, and uh, SWAT Radio grew out of that. What, it's got six years now, I know you, yep. like you we said, just, you were at the in beginning. J- January was six years, so we're in year seven. Yep. So... so we are uh, always uh, wanting to advocate for um, Doug's studies as well as, as the radio program. If you're in the Jacksonville area and you're looking for a men's Bible study, we would love to have you at one of our locations. If you go to SWATradio.com, you can find out uh, where and when the various uh, meetings take place. They basically take place from Wednesday through Friday uh, 
uh, there's one at the beach in Ponte Vedra. There's one here at the Salem Center on Wednesday. There's one uh, in the uh, uh, JTB and 95 area uh, on Thursday morning early. There's a Zoom call on Thursday night, and I believe there's still a meeting on Friday Fridays. mornings in St. Augustine. Yep. So we would yep. love to have you at any one of those meetings. So, yeah. And I'll anyway. tell you, there's so many so many benefits to that, obviously. Uh, you know, we're – I always think of Acts uh, – is it seventeen eleven? I think where it says Paul. Paul is saying that uh, speaking of the Bereans, he says they they were more noble than those in Thessalonica. It says they received the word with eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were true. Mm. And uh, you know, more and more, um, if, if our spiritual nourishment is based on a Sunday morning, and that's it you're you're spiritually malnourished yeah and there's the value of coming together uh with a community of men centered on the on god's word together uh it is so beneficial yeah it, it has been i know it's been beneficial in your life it's been beneficial in my life and it's not about that particular study it's about men coming together around the word of god right and right. just in in we don't we don't worship the the word we worship the one who that was the word and became flesh mm-hmm. but the word of god the psalmist said thy word is a lamp unto my feet yeah. and a light unto my path yep. we are living in incredibly dark times and we need the light of christ yeah. we need the word of god yeah to light our path as we are moving through this world i was thinking about that as i came in what you said about the times we're living in and i don't know about you but it's so easy to feel just for lack of a better way to put it to feel unsettled these days to feel anxious to feel unsettled i mean every day it's something else i during the break i was telling you about a story i saw the other day uh, and somebody got a passenger got a three to four minute video on an air on a you know, I think it was a, uh, a United flight. I forget. Probably, I think it was one coming out of Boston or going to Boston, but Boston was one end. And a passenger with clearly with mental illness just started railing on the plane and about mm. taking the plane down and and um, calling everybody a piece of garbage on the plane mm-hmm. and, and and saying there was going to be bloodshed all throughout the plane and this and that. And then ultimately, he he tried to open the door of the plane and. Fortunately, the flight attendants corralled him and some passengers helped and everything. But I just got to thinking, you know, in the video, we've all been on so many flights and and just to see that happening and how people reacted. And it's just, you know, you just the way things are these days, mm. Uh, mm. people are desperate um, as believers. We need the word to stay remain, you know, keep our confidence where yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, Interesting. And, 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 and of course, a lost world needs to hear it because it's the only source of truth. They're being fed information. And every, every place, like Doug has said in the past, it's either Jesus or it's false. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I was thinking as you were sharing, and I'm, I'm sure those of you who are listening, you know, you hear a story like that. I did not see that story. Um, but when you're when you're telling the story, you know what immediately comes to my mind. What would I do in yeah. that situation? Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah. maybe not to, well, yeah, to to 
highlight just the reaction to something like that. Um, you know, of course, many of us go back to 9-11. Right. You know, uh, right. uh, what was it the, the the guy said on the plane, you know. Let's roll. Yeah, let's roll. That's yeah. that's the word. Sorry. Was, the, the term. Different. No, let's roll. Yeah. You know, when we see evil in front of us, taking place in front of us, that, that term, let's roll, is a, it's a great picture mm. that when, whether you're on a plane and somebody pulls that stunt or when something happens to us, what, what is our response? Right. And I think it's interesting, especially as we look at the text we're going to look at today in Acts 22, where Paul once again is giving his testimony. Mm. He, he is sharing his testimony. We, we had talked about this last week that, you know, Paul's being beaten. He's been carried away. And what's he doing? Uh, he's not whining. He's not complaining as I tend to want to do. No, he's actually pleading to have the opportunity to speak. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking, you know what? If somebody's trying to beat me, that's probably not what I'm looking to do. Right. What, what does it take for us to get to that point? Mm. You know, well, what it takes is being yielded to the power of God's spirit yeah. is that we, we, we are not our own. We were, we were bought with a price. Uh, glorify God, therefore, in your body. Yeah. Paul wants to glorify God because he has a heart for the people that are lost. They are sheep without a shepherd. And his heart is to proclaim the gospel, yeah. which is what we're looking at today. Yeah. But I think about that reality that when Paul encounters Jesus on the road to Damascus, there's a there's a response to it mm-hmm. you know and uh that's th- there should be a response from all of us yeah and yeah. and that response should be evident yeah. it, it shouldn't just be something that we say we were you know we responded but our life should reflect a heart that has responded to the gospel yeah yeah and i and we've talked about this so many times i think the to your point coming full circle back to what you said about men gathering around the word, the only way to get to that point or even hope to get to that point is to be regularly under the word mm-hmm. and, and, and have the spirit work it into us. Hebrews says it's living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. That's what God uses to change us. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, so that, and so that when we encounter evil, to use your phrase, which I, is a great way to put it, when we encounter that, or you know whether it's something dramatic, or whether it's just temptation in our own life, right? Yeah. That that the word is what comes to us. Yeah. Because to again back to your point about if we just are going on Sundays and oh the pastor's not really on today, not on his game, and we walk out of there and the words mm-hmm. go right out of our head, mm-hmm. which which I've been guilty of. Yeah. yeah, we all have. Then and that's it. That's all you're getting for the week then, you know, what the passage in, in Ephesians talking about putting on the full armor of God, mm-hmm. it, it, it starts, I think, and ends with, so that in the day of evil, you can stand. Yeah. Boy, that's good. And, and if we're not in it constantly, there's no way we're going to be able to mm-hmm. stand because it's going to be, we're going to be trying to stand on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, so, and even Paul, who we've seen all this stuff happen to and, and seen his example of someone who fought for the gospel and didn't care about what happened to him, and yet what does he say in Romans 7? When I want to do good, evil's right there with me. Yep. And the good I want to do, I don't do. And the evil I don't want to do, that's what I do. So if Paul had that struggle, and he was Paul, mm-hmm. you know, how much more do we need <laughs> each other yeah. and to be in the Word? Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I was talking about that on Thursday, and I've said this on this program before. There was a time in my life where I didn't want male Christian friends. Mm. It's not that I didn't want them. I just was disinterested. I just yeah. didn't make an effort. I didn't. Mm really care that much yeah. i thought you know and now i don't know what i would do without the relationships that i have it's mm-hmm. such a huge part of my life and i'm so dependent on first of all on 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 god and on christ but but on the relationships he's given me because we're all in the same family yeah that's right so that's right. Yeah. anyway I, I i just think that that's a that's a great case for being together yeah. regularly yeah, and, and, absolutely. And, and being in the word and getting that kind of teaching. And I've been so blessed to have great teachers in my life yeah. for yeah. years. You know, it, it, it is interesting you bring that up because I think we often take for granted um, the, the gifts that God has distributed to those uh, who have shared the gospel with us or that preach week after week or teach week after week. And, uh, I know we've, I bring this up often because there's a tendency, uh, when I hear my preacher, my pastor preach, I think, well, man, I just don't preach like that. I don't teach like Mm -hmm. that. And therefore I'm going to go and bring my neighbors to church, you know, and I'm not saying you can't do that, but that's not the point. The, the, right. the, the point is that I might go and be fed, nourished, equipped to go out and be the one who's taking light into dark places. Yeah. The idea is, hey, let's don't bring darkness into light. It's the other way around. We're to, we're to bring light into dark places. Yeah. And, and that's a great point. And I, I, I agree with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with the evangelistic aspect of a worship service, of church, of bringing unbelievers and inviting them, all of that. But you're right. The church is a place where we go to be equipped to go out into the world. And, and I, there's a reason it's the first day of the week, right? That's We're right. getting refueled. Amen. Amen. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take our break at the bottom of the hour here. We're going to come back and look at Acts chapter 22 uh, here on SWAT Radio. Stay with us and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ Church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Expect some delays heading away from downtown because of a multi-vehicle crash on I-10 westbound at the ramp to US-17 Roosevelt Boulevard. Also, there's a broken down vehicle in St. John's County on I-95 northbound near the rest area before the Duval County line. 
Mostly cloudy tonight with showers low 51. Saturday will start the weekend sunny, high 74. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. The Florida Georgia Truth Network in Argyle at 91.7. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes, happy to be with you here on Friday afternoon as we close out the week on SWAT Radio. Wanted to mention, you know, we mentioned earlier, Brad, about uh, gave a little information about the uh, the weekly Bible studies, and mm-hmm. and as everyone knows, more uh, uh, most of you know who are listening, SWAT Radio is on every day from three to four Eastern time, and you can uh, not only find out about uh, our weekly meetings on SWATradio.com, but thanks to our good friend James Grimm, where you can uh, you can listen to any past broadcast. Um, at SWATradio.com. There's a very easy navigation to go back and find past programs and, and, and listen to that as well. But I wanted to mention, uh, I believe that our summer training day has already been set, and it that'll has. be August 5th. <clears throat> I, Doug told me also who the speaker's going to be. Do you remember? Um, I, I don't. No. Uh, it'll, come, it'll come to me. Uh, no. Or was he a guest? No, he was a guest uh, sorry. yesterday. Okay. Um, I didn't – yeah, I – I'll Sorry, I'm putting you on no, the spot. No, no, and, and he told me, and I'm like, oh, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, uh, August yes. 5th, it'll, uh, I assume it'll be here at the Salem Center. Always a great day. Yes. Um, yeah. In we, fact, if you, uh, it probably, and I'm not on right now, but it, I'm, I, I doubt it's on the website yet right. at SWATradio.com, but uh, it will be up soon. But if you're interested in attending that, it's a great day. It, it really is a great day. Yep. And uh, and we are, obviously, you and I both have participated in that over the years. And whether you are skydiving or fishing or, you know, golfing or just doing nothing. Well, one of the great, that's an option. one of the best things about that day is it's such beautiful, cool weather to play golf, mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. End of July, August, early August, August in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, exactly. That is, I'm, uh, I'm being facetious, but uh, <laughs> it is a fun day. And one of the great things is a lot of times we get to see SWAT brothers that aren't local, like James, who, right. who handles the website so beautifully. And he came in last year, and uh, our friend John over in Tampa, who's probably listening yep. today, uh, John comes over usually for the for the training day. Uh, we had a guy Thursday morning, uh, a guy named Chris. I'm not going to give last names, but who's in the military, who's in the Navy, mm-hmm. faithfully attends the, used to be a part of the Mandarin group, has been stationed in Washington State, I believe, uh, comes to the Zoom meeting every Thursday night that Doug has, and, and he's out here on a on a work trip and so came on uh oh, good. on thursday good. morning so we just it's it's a good way uh to meet guys uh, yeah. uh, from different groups and all be together as kind of one family it, so. it, it is a brotherhood for sure you know and i was thinking about these first words uh that uh that paul addresses these mm. these uh folks with right up front brothers and fathers 
you know, it, that's that's what I think of when I think of SWAT. I think of I don't care whether it, you know if I don't go out to the beach very much for that Bible study. The only time I go out there is if Doug needs me to teach out there. Right. But every time I go there, I feel like they just feel like brothers. I just feel like guys that uh, I know me, I know them. Right. Uh, maybe not as much as you and I may know each other, but we have the common bond in Christ. And and you know you realize as I. Uh, talk to people talk to men there are so many men that don't have that so there's a definite brotherhood within the SWAT uh, groups and uh, I think at one time I'm not sure what it is today it'd be interesting to 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 get this information but I think last year we had there's 17 different churches represented Mm -hmm. of men that come so this isn't a Baptist thing a Presbyterian thing a Methodist it's not that it is men who love Christ, yep. who want to grow in their walk with Christ, and uh, and it's just uh, that that's what it is. Yep. And so, uh, anyway, love to have you come join us. Hey, real quick, I just wanted to mention, you know, so oftentimes we we come in from these breaks, we have these great songs, whether it's you know David Crowder, or Wren Collective, uh, the song that just uh, we came in on is a song called Rescuer uh, by Wren Collective. There, I was just thinking about the message that comes out of that and um, says he he's our rescuer. He's our rescuer. We are free from sin forevermore. Oh, how sweet the sound. Oh, how grace abounds. We will praise the Lord, our rescuer. Mm. Um, you know, you, you think about what we're going to look at here today with Paul is Paul was rescued yep. on the road to Damascus. If you are Christ, you've been rescued. What have you been rescued to? What have you been rescued for? What have you been rescued from? Mm-hmm. And Paul makes it very clear as he explains his testimony, as yeah. he gives his testimony. So when you think about what is Paul saying here, Paul's giving witness to the rescuer, mm. the one who rescued him. Yeah, uh, The one who rescued him what he was rescued for, what he was rescued from. And uh, I know we're in Hebrew, Hebrews, I taught Hebrews this week, sorry. Uh, we're in Acts chapter 22, verses 1 through 16. Yep. Dave and I are going to do what we often do on Fridays, which is kind of our kind of model, discipleship model. I was uh, meeting with a guy mentioned before I came in down in, uh, down in St. Augustine, kind of explaining to him kind of what our Fridays are. Our Fridays are, are really meant to be yes we're going to work through the text but it's also a kind of a picture of what it looks like to go disciple somebody Mm -hmm. go spend some time with a with another brother one other brother or two whatever we have guys within swat who do what you and i do and they do it with two or three guys yeah but the, the 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 kind of the model is the same it hasn't really changed a whole lot right number one first question as we read through the text is what what is it that kind of stands out to you? What personally, you know, what it, it may be different for you than it is for me. That's okay. What is it that kind of grabs your attention? Uh, you and I have talked about this often. Doug and I talk about it a lot. I could teach a passage that I've taught twenty times, mm-hmm. but for some reason, this time, God opens my eyes or opens my ears and see helps me to see something maybe I didn't see previously. Right. That's number one. What stands out? Number two, what is what does this passage say 
about God? What does it say about man? You know, and then kind of a wrap up, which is the ultimate answer. Okay, so what? Yep. How how does what we discover in God's word, how does it change us? Because Paul says we are being sanctified. Mm. We are sanctified. We're being sanctified. And one day we will be glorified. We will. The already and the not yet. That's right. right. Exactly. And God is not, you know, he who began a good work. Paul says, I'm confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. How's he going to do that? Well, he's going to do that as we open his word and we allow it to be the double-edged sword that pierces soul and spirit, bone and marrow. It gets into the nooks and crannies of our life for the purpose that we might change, Mm -hmm. that we might look different tomorrow. Yep. Yep. You want to read the text and then we'll, uh, we'll work through it? Yep. And this is uh, Acts 22. Paul's just been rescued. The third time, by the way, he's <laughs> rescued by the Romans. Uh, so he's been rescued by the Roman tribune from the violence of the crowd in the temple uh, because there are Jews probably from Ephesus in that area that recognize him and they're saying to all the other people, this guy's out, you know, fraternizing and preaching to Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so anyway, Paul uh, the, Paul gets the tribune to allow him to speak, and here's what he says, 22, 1 to 16. Brothers and fathers, hear the defense that I now make before you. And when they heard that he was addressing them in the Hebrew language, they became even more quiet. And he said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus in Cilicia, but brought up in this city, educated at the feet of Gamaliel, According to the strict manner of the law of our fathers, being zealous for God, as all of you are this day, I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering to prison both men and women, as the high priest and the whole council of elders can bear me witness. From them I received letters to the brothers, and I journeyed toward Damascus to take those also who were there and bring them in bonds to Jerusalem to be punished." As I was on my way and drew near to Damascus about noon, a great light from heaven suddenly shone around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but did not understand the voice of the one who was speaking to me. And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Rise and go into Damascus, and there you will be told, all that is appointed for you to do. And since I could not see because of the brightness of that light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me and came into Damascus. And one Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, well spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me and standing by me said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that very hour I received my sight and saw him. And he said, The God of our fathers appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear a voice from his mouth, for you will be a witness for him to everyone of what you have seen and heard. And now, why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. May God bless the reading of his word. Boy, that was good timing. Good timing. Good timing. Well, you didn't do to me what I did to Craig Henderson one day. Had him read a passage with about 30 seconds left in the segment. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we're going we're gonna to take a, a, our last break of the day. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we're going to just kind of unpack a little of this. 
So what is God saying to you? What to say about God? What to say about man? And then how does it change the way you live today? Glad you're with us. We're taking our last break of the day here on SWAT Radio. Come right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as the co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida and are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. The Guardian Group, with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards, 904-580-7255. And online at guardiangroupjax.com. The Guardian Group, happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. When it's all about me, your children actually become less popular. Trace Embry of Shepherd's Hill Academy explains next on Licensed to Parent. We live in a time where it's common, acceptable, and even fashionable to brag on oneself. Just listen to some of the most popular rap lyrics and any number of Facebook posts to see what I'm talking about. But deep down, people still appreciate humble people. Proverbs 27.2 says, Let another praise you and not your own mouth, someone else and not your own lips. Teaching our kids this discipline will bring them recognition and blessing from their heavenly master, and his multitude of human apprentices as well. Therefore, there'll be no need for self-aggrandizement. That's when our kids will be most pleased with themselves, and you'll be most pleased with them as well. Sign up for Trace Embry's free e-pamphlet, America's Youth Culture Manifesto, at LicensedToParent.org. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, on the radio in St. Simons Island at 91.3. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes, happy to be with you and glad you are listening wherever you are on a number of our different radio stations uh, around the country, actually, or on SWATradio.com or on the SWAT Radio app. And right before the break, we read uh, Acts chapter 22, verses 1 to 16. And as Brad said, we're kind of looking at the questions of what jumps out at us from that text. What does the text teach us about God and what does it teach us about man and and then how can we take what we've learned from that text and apply it in our life and, and be different because we've been in the in the Word? So, Brad, like we were talking about during the break, there's a lot 
yeah <laughs> that jumps out in that text man I'm, I, and i think the more time you spend in the word of god the more you get out of it mm-hmm. it makes sense right and i think right off the bat i mean there's so much there but you know when you when you're going to go share the gospel have you ever have you i mean you and i've been together when we've shared the gospel and uh in the philippines we did it now those that we were sharing the gospel weren't trying to beat us. They they weren't hostile. No, they were giving us. us their lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you have you ever had that opportunity to share the gospel with somebody who was pretty hostile? Yeah, hostile toward the gospel. Certainly argumentative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. I mean, he 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 really begins with a very interesting phrase: brothers and fathers. Mm-hmm. He, hear the defense that I now make before you, and then. It, it says, and when they heard that he was addressing them in the Hebrew language, they became even more quiet. Mm-hmm. So it's even more quiet. So obviously addressing them brothers and fathers, these are these are his brothers. These yeah. are his fathers, his Jewish brothers and his Jewish fathers. Right. And, and addressing people with a, a certain respect is such a key element, I believe, when yeah. we're going to when we're going to share the gospel with yeah. somebody, we typically, I mean, he, the, the word here is hear the defense. I think we become defensive. We don't need to be defensive. We are giving a defense, but we don't need to be defensive mm-hmm. in the sense that we have to be, you know, equally hostile back. Right. Uh, and he addresses them in the Hebrew language. Mm-hmm. In other words, he's talking to them in a language they're familiar with. Yeah. And, and he's kind of coming in at their level. Right. You know, I think when we share the gospel, we we have to remember. Paul says, "Remember, such were some of you." Yeah. You know, we tend to look at those who don't know Christ as you're not enlightened. Yeah. And yet, exactly. that's exactly what Paul is. Paul is enlightened, literally, right. as we read his testimony. Yeah. The light of the gospel, bam, he is blinded. Yep. So I don't know. There's so much that kind of uh, stands out to me. Two questions that come in verse 8 and in verse 10. And I think they're very important questions for, for, for me personally. Who are you, Lord? And what shall I do? Mm. <laughs> you know, who are you and what shall I do? Right. Now, he uses the word Lord not as if he knows who this is. He doesn't know who this is. But it's, it's, a, it's a sign of respect. Yeah. Uh, yep. Whoa! <laughs> yep. Who are you? Yep. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's a capital L, and he exactly. knows this is somebody greater than him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 But those are yeah those are two great questions. And and like we were talking about during the break and in Doug's teaching this week, what Paul is really going over here is his life before Jesus, and then his life as he's rescued by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then next week we'll look at what should life look at like after rescue. Well, that's, uh, that's I have here in my notes, past, present, and future. Right. You, you know, when, mentioning the that. importance of when we, and we are, First uh, Peter 2, 9, we are to proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness and into light. Right. Paul was definitely called out of darkness. He didn't discover God. He didn't see the light and go to the light. No, the light went to him. Right. And that's, Kind of, we talked about that even in the first segment that we tend to think the church is a place where we bring darkness into. No, that's not the way it works. Yeah, the light is to go out. Right. The light impacts Paul in a significant way. Yeah, 
And it's a picture to your point of what well, I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but Paul's conversion is really a picture of all of us. Absolutely. We're, we're not Paul. I don't claim to be Paul, right, right. but, but we're all in the same boat apart from God seeking us out. Mm-hmm. We are not seeking him. Paul is very clear about that in Romans, the, yeah. and he quotes the Old Testament. There is no one righteous, no, not one. No one who seeks God. Mm-hmm. No one who understands. Mm-hmm. And so I think Doug made the point, Paul thought he represented God, and he talks about that here. He was a he was zealous for God. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he was trained as a, as a Pharisee under Gamaliel, and, and, and yet he didn't even know God. Right. He thought he represented God is what Doug's point was. And he didn't even know him right. until God sought him out. And that's mm-hmm. true of all of us. And yeah. so this is this is a very dramatic story that we all are very familiar with. Mm-hmm. But it's really a picture of all of our stories right. who are rescued by Christ. Right. And right. we all have different experiences. We have different circumstances in life. But this is a picture of what God does for anybody who believes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he, the light comes to us, yeah. not we, the other way around. And there's a lot of people who teach that we can, we can know God. Uh, we cannot know God apart from him engaging us and pursuing us. Right. We're not looking for God. We're not searching for God. Like scripture tells just the opposite. Yeah. No one searches after God. And no I think one that's a real God. stumbling block it is. for people yeah. that they, they don't is. believe that A, Jesus is the only way. Yeah. And B, that we're helpless in yeah. this. Or now, that or that's not fair. Right. Uh you don't want fair. Yeah, no, we don't want fair. Yeah. We don't Jesus got justice yeah. at the cross, and that's why we don't get it. Amen. We get mercy and Amen. grace because he got justice. Amen. Totally agree. So, so what is uh, it, what do you see about God? Maybe that you just kind of highlighted it, uh, but I would imagine that's what you're you're yeah, getting well, at. That he, first of all, just a reminder, by the way, that this is what Paul was rushing back from Asia Minor for. Yeah, right? to get back to Jerusalem. To get back to Jerusalem, not to just distribute some money, yeah. but to uh, to, to share speak, the gospel. But yeah. knowing that he was going to go through this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think it teaches us about the fact that. Um, you know, all looks lost for Paul here, mm-hmm. and but he's yep. rescued by the Romans. Yep. Uh, the Jews listen to him. The Romans are listening at the same time. God's in control here, yep. not the Absolutely. Romans, not the Jews. And also, like we, yeah, like we said, God's sovereignty in choosing Paul. Why would He choose the guy that is the one who is the most radical, heinous in terms yep. of killing Christians and pursuing them and persecuting them? Because it could only be God that could turn him around, yeah, yeah, just like with you and me. Well, so here's similar. Uh, what stands out to me is verse 14 says, well, 13, uh, standing by me, said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at the very hour I received my sight and saw him. Now, mm. the him is not, you know, it's Ananias. Right. But verse 14, listen to this. This is such an interesting idea. And he said, the God of our fathers appointed you to three things, to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear a voice from his mouth. So three, three things that, that stand out there is that God's the appointer. He has appointed Paul to know his will, to see his son, and to hear a voice from him. Mm. 
And you, you think about all those. You and I, by, by the gift of the word of God, the gospel, we have those same things. Yeah. We can know him, we can see him, and we can hear from him. And then it, it literally, the very next line says, uh, um, for you will be a witness for him to everyone of what you have seen and heard. So it's pretty simple that if you are, if, if you are Christ, you have been chosen, you have been appointed to know him, to hear from him, to see him, and then to be a witness mm. of him. That kind of answers the so what, doesn't it? About exactly. What we take away from this and what our mission is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we, I don't know about you. I can get very easily distracted. A little squirrel action, you know. I'm sorry. Just, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no, uh, absolutely. You know, I think it's there. There's so much in this text, but uh, you know. I think there's a key thing here at the very end of, well, at the very end of verse about 16, you know, after all this, Ananias says to him, and now why do you wait? Yeah. There's no intermission. There's no get ready period. There's no, I've got to clean myself up. Right? Exactly. God did it. Why do you wait? Yeah. Go do rise it. Right. and be baptized right. and wash away your sins calling on his name. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Uh, yeah. You know, I think for me, knowing that God is the appointer, he's the one who, who it, it, the light entered the darkness, blinded Paul. Mm-hmm. Paul is appointed to, to know God, to hear from God, to see God, and to be a witness. And there is no delay. Yeah. Rise and go. Right. Rise and go. Right. Yep. And, and I, I hate to even go back because those are some great points to end on, but, but when we were talking about Paul killing believers and persecuting believers, it reminded me, that, and this is happening today, right? In John 16, 2, Jesus said, they will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering a service to mm-hmm. God, right? So that's this, I, Paul was doing. And that's exactly what Paul was doing. And Jesus warns us or reminds us that that could happen But what you said about being appointed to see, to hear, and to go and do is is the great so what of this chapter. Rise and go. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend, Uh, whether you're here in Jacksonville or elsewhere. Thank you for supporting and listening to SWAT Radio. And uh, Doug and uh, I will be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Okay, Okay. take care. See ya.